welcome to Small Town Big Business, a podcast about doing big business in rural middle America. I'm your co-host, Deb Barnett, also the executive director for Southern Illinois Now, which is a 17-county economic development initiative here in Southern Illinois to advance our region as a great place to live and work and do business. And I'm Jennifer Olson, and I am the director of business development here in the city of Marion. And we are coming to you from Ethos at the Citadel. And Ethos is a co-working incubator training space. Um, We are located on Marion Square, just above the Vault Cafe. And we are here as a resource to help businesses find success. I want to take a minute to thank our sponsors. They've been with us from the beginning. We have Arcadia Wealth Group, Black Diamond Harley-Davidson and RV, Fowler Heating and Cooling, Watermark Auto Group Foundation, and of course Union Street Arts, who um, is here with us in the room through our producer, Luke O'Neill. You can also join the small town big business community by subscribing on your favorite podcast platform. And you can also listen and watch on our YouTube channel. Simply search small town big business and subscribe for free so you don't miss any upcoming episodes. So today we are very excited to welcome a couple of guests and a couple of extra guests like real world mompreneurship, which I know you refer to yourself as a lot. So first of all, welcome James and Yamisi Anderson. Thanks for having us. So excited to have you guys. Of course, I've known you both for a while and consider you dear friends. And we're going to talk a little bit about um, entrepreneurship in your lives, which extends not only between the two of you, but also down to your kiddos. And, uh, and then also how you, in particular, you may see, are helping other small business owners. So we're going to back it up and let's say, you know, I mentioned that you're entrepreneurs. I didn't mention specific businesses because you have several. So you want to share, one of you want to start and share a little bit about, um, about that. Yes. So we own um, two businesses. Um, one of them is the J Effect, which is our uh, line of seasonings, uh, and we also do catering. And then the other is Cherish Gifts, which we um, I create hair and skincare products and use that business to remind people of what God has to say about them, um, just to encourage them that they don't have to be a product of what they've been through, but um, that their life isn't you know determined by their past. And so um, we also I'm the momager for the junior CEO's business. Um, and we'll bring him on yes. here uh, a little bit later. Um, and so he has the Anderson Academy. So those are the three businesses that we manage and do. <laughs> Excellent. And we have some other, in, the junior CEO is out of the screenshot right now. We'll bring him on later, but you have some others right here. So your parents to three sons. Yes. So together we have three children together. Uh, yeah. So three boys, James, I, um, James over there, Isaac and John. And how old are they? So James is six, Isaac is two, and John is one. Okay, so here's my question. Yes. Those businesses that you mentioned, you're also, as I understand it, operating them out of your home as yes. home-based businesses. Yes. So for others out there who are maybe doing the same thing, home-based business, or they're thinking about that, how do you do it? How do you, ju- <laughs> how do you juggle it all with the businesses and the kiddos and, and all that you have going on? Well, I mean, work, well, gratefully, there's two of us. And so um, whenever we are going to the kitchen and making our spices and stuff, like one of us is with the kids, the other one is in the kitchen doing the things. Um, and the same thing at home, like we have to like 
work as a team like somebody has to do one part because the other part doesn't get done and um, we tag team a lot like so um, whenever I am making the kitchen the seasonings and stuff as soon as I'm done I tag him I go with the kids and he comes in and helps with the cleaning and helps you know and so and then once like we do a lot of stuff in the middle of the night <laughs> when the kids are sleeping <laughs> um and so like those last little pieces like putting labels on um and stamp date stamping stuff we do that those things while the kids are sleeping sometimes we include them in it and so james loves to you know help to put stuff up i mean even isaac has really gotten into now i want to help with this and so um on certain jobs we include them in the process and help them like let them be a part of it because we find it's easier than go sit down. Don't, you know, don't mess with that. So if we include them when they are awake, if we're doing something, it just makes it easier. And I mean, we take them with us everywhere. So they're like, when we're at these different events, they're out there talking to people too. Like he, I mean, he probably pulled more people at a table than I ever will because he loves to talk and interact. So we just include them and work together as a team to help get stuff done. And I think that's part of what I fell in love with when I, I met you all for the first time. And actually, it was during COVID through you launched yeah. uh, the J Effect during COVID. Mm -hmm. It was through a, a Facebook Live. Yes. I had never met you before, uh, either one of you. But all of a sudden, I there's this person that I'm looking at through the screen that just has such a wonderful personality and so passionate about what you were doing but at the same time you're telling about the products you're taking orders you're actually packaging up things boxes right there on screen and kiddos are coming in and out and i'm like that yeah. is real life yes. Yes. that is real life yes and so you know that's that was my first exposure to you both and your business yes. and i instantly just fell in love with that the family and the story and how you just keep it real yes. yeah i mean yes and I wanted to add to a lot of our date night sessions as well. When she talked about packaging, I kind of had to laugh at it. We turn our date night sessions into, you know, packaging, you know, being at night. Well, maybe, you know, we could be this place or that place. But uh, but anyway, how are you? You know, so <laughs> we catch up on a lot of times. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. it's cool. Very good. So, um are there defined roles? You know, is one of you marketing and one's accounting, or <laughs> is it just like full court press? So it's, it is rude. <laughs> uh, my wife, I let her do all when it comes down to uh, like scheduling events and stuff of that nature. I leave that all to her because we found out, or I found out at the beginning. You know, of course, you know we was made, uh, young in his marriage, still learning each other. And I said, well, you know what? I better not do that again. Let me just let her know that uh, if I just let her stay in her lane and then, so we just communicate. Communication is the key, basically what I'm saying. Yeah. You know, you got to communicate with each other and, and it just works out better that way, I think. So I'm really, I'm the structured person. And so the I do a lot of the behind the scenes stuff. I do a lot of the technical things. Um, I'm typically in the kitchen making the stuff because again, I'm the like, okay, here's the structured part of this. He's more of the, like, he's the talking point. Like he's the go out and sell. I tell people all the time, he can sell a tree to a forest. Like everywhere <laughs> we go, he's talking to somebody, sharing our business with them. I'll share, but I'm like, a, mm, that part I'm not as comfortable with. And he loves that part. He loves to be in front of people. So I'm like, you go ahead and handle that. So like getting our products in stores and stuff, he was the one calling all of these stores and like making that initial touch with them. And then afterwards, passing them to me so I can do the logistics part of how many cases do you want? Um, you know, these are the case prices, handling the actual interaction of it. And so, you know, we 
as we continue to grow like in our marriage and as you know and in, in, in this business like knowing his strengths knowing my own strengths and just doing what we do and that helps us to work better together instead of stepping on each other's toes and getting mm-hmm. in the way so so i'm just curious if there was uh, you know one event or a series of events that that kind of turned it and made it to where it can be a viable business and then any like wish you wouldn't have done that pitfall <laughs> things like you know that you would caution against for somebody else so the the pros and the cons of small business ownership well i want to say just throughout the events that we've been a part of it's just uh, especially a married couple with children uh they have, it's like we share the same uh identity to be honest because it's like well how do you have questions they ask questions about well uh how is it challenging you guys have three kids we have two you know so it's all i I just like it for the fact that we all are struggling you know we can't hide the fact that we (laughs) don't struggle when we try to maintain our business but just to see us coming together asking these questions Mm -hmm. i mean like you said at the beginning of the conversation it's real it's nothing about <laughs> nothing about what we do it is fake. So I love the fact that it's it's just what it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think like some of the pros and cons to owning a business, um, if you're not caref- careful, the business will take like the front the front line or whatever. And for us like if you're not careful, you'll miss the moments with your children, you'll miss the moments with your family. And so being in, like being really careful about like, don't let all of the time be committed to the business or these other things. Like your family has to be first, because here's the thing, at the end of the day, if this f- business fails and you've spent all this time doing it and you've not spent time with your children, now you have broken relationships and a failed business, like that's not fun. So take the time and make sure like putting your family first making sure like okay after this time i'm not doing business like i may be sitting at my computer from this hour to this hour but then this shuts off it's time for me to engage and be with my family being very intentional about putting the phone down which is hard you know because we do everything for our phones but like putting them down and just being there and being present um so like again some of the cons is you can't you can get lost really easily if you're not careful about how you're spending your time um don't overcommit yourself because we like we've spent a lot of time where like if you're trying to go to every event trying to be a part of we tell people no a lot like that that has to be your favorite word sometimes is no like understand like my husband will probably pick up every catering job we could i have to look at him sometimes and be like babe no we can't like physically no mentally no because it's draining every time we do one of those events it takes us a day to recoup from them and so if we're sitting and we're doing that every single weekend we aren't the business who doesn't have kids who can run to all of these events every week we have three children who you know they need diaper changes they need and so if we're at an event for hours like so understanding our dynamics being true to yourself so and then some of the pros is we get to do this together we get to do it as a family um we have we're not by ourselves like we see the struggles that each other have and so being able to encourage one another because we're right there in it together um i think just being able to like learn the community more and just our interactions i think that's the best part a lot of people like of course as a business you have to make money 
but the profit isn't where it's at for us. It's the people. Like we enjoy meeting people. We enjoy talking to them and hearing their stories, sharing with them. And so like for us, that's a pro. The more we get to meet people, the more we get to get out and engage. So, um, so yeah, of course it comes with its challenges, but um, we, I, my favorite things, I want to grow through things, not go through them. So even mm. in the challenging moments, I take those and, okay, how can we learn? How can we improve? Um, how can we take that feedback and be better in what we're doing? So, so you talked about the seasonings and you just mentioned catering. So yes. that's another piece of it. But for the seasonings, I know you have a map that you've been co yes. coloring in <laughs> on how many states your seasonings have shipped to. What? Yes. How, what's the number? I think, are we at? I think we're 26 now. I think yeah. we finally made it over half the state. So I think we're in 26 states now. Um, and we've shipped to another country as well, which was a process within itself. Um, That's we, a learning experience. It, it, for it sure. is. Um, shipping is definitely probably the one of the biggest challenges of being okay. a small business owner. Um, but yeah, so we've uh, shipped to 26 different states. And um, locally, we're here in four, no, seven stores. Seven stores. I forgot. Seven, <laughs> seven stores. Seven stores now locally. So, so that was going to be my next question. So you're also in different stores around. Mm -hmm. And I've noticed recently that you have a, a kind of a unique strategy for getting it out into <laughs> the public and and raising oh, awareness yes, of, yes. of your uh, spices. So you're, you've taken it on the road. And that's where James <laughs> yes. really mm -hmm. uh, lights up and thrives. So I've seen how you've interacted <laughs> with people in different communities. Tell me a little bit about that. Well, uh, like you guys said at the beginning of the conversation, I'm just a people type person. And uh, it's just just seeing the love that people have when they taste your food. It's just uh, it just shows you that all the work and preparing is not in vain, you know, so it's just uh and then you're getting a chance to communicate with your community, the people in that community. That's the biggest part I think I really like about it, other than just having great food. It's just you meet people, you talk to people. Uh, everybody is going through something. Everybody has a unique story. I'm really, mm -hmm. really liking that. It's like the more people I talk to and you hear about their background, they be like, wow, you're what? Oh, okay. I, I would never know. <laughs> so uh, just being a part of that. I think that's what it's all worth it for me doing what we do. And part of that tour is called Straight Out of the Bottle. So you have yes. people try your products straight, straight out, out of the bottle. <laughs> yes. Yes. Right? yes, yes, And then they can buy it right there on the spot? Mm -hmm. or yes. We actually had an incident happen in Atlanta. Well, a situation happened in Atlanta. We were just walking through the community and uh, we stopped at a park. And so a lady, we were just talking, she had two kids, two girls. And uh, she was telling me about her husband working and uh, she got to always travel and stuff like this. So she was asking me about, we got to talking about the seasonings. And she was like, you have seasonings? She was like, what kind? I told her about all the seasons we had. And I mentioned uh, seafood. And she was like, do you really have that now? <laughs> I was like, yeah, we have it in the car if you're interested in buying it. She was like, yeah. And then she bought it. She bought it right on the spot. I was like, wow. <laughs> yeah. So in business, I just, we learning as well. You. My wife always has to kind of remind me, babe, okay, you can turn it off. We on vacation. <laughs> but it's like through our conversation, that's part of our life. Mm -hmm. You know, so it's 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 normal just to have and talk about that because mm -hmm. that's just who we that's a part of us. Right. You know, so yeah. my baby be like, baby, 
No, but the straight out of the bottle tour. So our whole thing is our seasonings are made with less salt than your traditional blends. And so a lot of seasonings, taste them out the bottle if you want to. It's going to be salty. You're going to need water. It's not, you know, not always a lot of flavor. So our challenge to our people on this tour is you can try it on these meats like we're trying it, you know, on different foods, but try it straight out of the bottle and taste the difference, taste the different flavors. And you're not going to get that salt first. And so helping them to see like, oh, this is really good. I know. Like we're, we're trying, we're working on it. Mm -hmm. And so um, that like that's the whole thing. And so we've had a couple people that have taken us up on the offer to mm -hmm. try it straight from the bottle. And they see like, oh, yeah. wait, yeah. I taste the garlic. I taste the onion. I take that smoked paprika. Mm -hmm. so they good. can taste the different flavors that are in it. Even our Cajun seasoning, like, um, you know, most spicy stuff. Sometimes it's spicy for the sake of being spicy. Mm -hmm. And like with ours, it's like, oh, wait, it has that kick. kick. But you yeah. got that flavor under mm -hmm. it. And people enjoy that. Like. I don't want just spice. I want flavor. flavor. Mm -hmm. so. yes. 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 I always think like I don't want to dare. I just want flavor. That's it. <laughs> like, I'm not in a competition <laughs> to ruin my taste buds. That's it. Right. That's it. Right. Got your nose running because it's super uh, spicy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yes. And I, and I want to share one thing sure. too about uh, this is just something as far as my health. I do have high blood pressure. So uh, a lot of the seasonings that I had been using uh, was really uh, bringing my pressure up. So that my doctor had asked me about my lab. He was like, well, Mr. Anderson, I just wanted to let you know, what are you doing different? Because throughout years, since I've been seeing you, your lab work have been high with the, you know, the salt intake. And he said, I'm just curious, what are you doing different? And I was like, well, you know, I'm not eating out at these restaurants because <laughs> there's a lot of salt out there in the restaurants, you know. But so we cook a lot. So we make our own food. And then I told him about our seasoning. He was like, you have seasoning? I was like, yeah, yeah, we make seasoning. And sure enough, before I was going to bring him, well, my wife had brought him a flavor pack. He already had went to the neighborhood co-op store and got some, you know. So it was, it's just like. That's to love. It's real life situation, mm -hmm. you know, and you seeing the results. I was 240 some pounds mm -hmm. and I'm down to 220 some now, 215. But it's just doing healthier things that's going to make you be here a lot longer. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so did the business originate out of your own need for products that have less salt or how to... Did that tie in at all? Well, no, it, it originated from my wife coming to me about us traveling back and forth to St. Louis because, mm. you know, out of cooking for 20 some odd years and 30 years in the business, it's just like, uh, it's like old school. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Mm -hmm. You know, she brought it to my attention. I was like, well, babe, you know, uh, I've been doing it for a while. I'm content with it, you know. And so I kind of shut it down. Mm. And so... Uh, the Holy Spirit convicted me and said, listen to your wife. I mean, clear as day. I mean, seriously. And uh, so I was like, okay, uh, let me, well, let's, let's talk about it. And here we are. You know? Yeah. So um, we cook. So he grills. And so a lot of times we would have customers while they're eating our food and, you know, trying things every now and again, there would be this moment where people would say, oh, it was good, but it's a little salty this time. And so um, in this, so I was pregnant with him at the time, the second one, um, and he dropped 
fairly early. And so he was in my pelvis, I was in a lot of pain. I was confined to a chair. Um, and I remember like there were so many moments where I was just frustrated. I'm like, God, I don't get this. Why am I stuck in this chair? But I spent a lot of time like crying and talking to God because I'm like, I don't, what do you want from us right now? And, um, I, you know, I'm, I'm a Christian before anything else. And so faith guides our business and guides what we do. And so literally God just kind of vision, like step by step, like I saw our logo first. Okay. I don't know what this is. I think we're just changing some stuff. Um, then the name came and I was like, okay, again, I'm just like, okay, well, we're just updating what we do. Um, and then there was a day where it was like, well, let's start making our own season. And I brought it to him and he was like, you know, he did, he shut it down. And I was like, well, I know what the Holy Spirit said, so I'm just going to do it anyway. And so I just started mixing stuff up and, you know, there was some trial and error. This was like our original season up front. Um, there was some trial and error. We tried to do a no salt at first and that was just a no go. Like <laughs> need a little salt. Um, and we got to a point where people like, again, we were, we initially thought that this was just something we would use in our own catering. Yeah. We mm -hmm. didn't expect yeah. that it was something that we were going to yeah. sell. Mm -hmm. And so we got to a point where people were trying our food and they were like, Oh, I had it last time. I had it this time. It's consistent. Like it's been really good. And I was like, that's it right yeah. there. Like that consistency mm -hmm. piece. Yeah. And then as soon as we got to that point, it was like I just saw that line of pride and I was like okay God whatever like if you say and let's go like I saw the bottles I saw and so I just kind of start seeing it step by step what this what it looked like and then he finally like got on board yeah, yeah, with it yeah. and so um like our recipes like most of them were trial and error but like our garlic and herb like I remember when I heard like garlic and herb I said okay God what's the recipe and he gave me I'm saying cup for cup this is the recipe mm -hmm. for this and that is till this day our top seller like the most we get the most I love feedback the garlic and herb <laughs> I even put it on eggs yeah. Yeah. I love it on my eggs lots of people do yes. like I, we hear so many people I love it on eggs I love like yeah. we love it on popcorn we love mm -hmm. it I mean we use it for so many things and so I mean for us it was God led like you know there was a, like a point in our business that kind of like hey think about this, but I, when we, when I started out, there was nothing in my brain that said, you're going to be selling this line of seasonings. I was like, we're just doing this for our business. Nope. It's always bigger. God always gives you vision for something that's yeah. way yeah. bigger mm -hmm. than what you think it is. So it just evolves. That's it. Mm -hmm. That's it. Yeah. So you kind of talked about the catering and the seasoning, which are a little bit intertwined. Yes. And part of uh, each, almost each other's origin story. Tell us about business number three. So the junior CEO's business um, or the chairs gifts? Um, yes. Chairs gifts. So <laughs> chairs, chairs gifts, gifts and then we'll bring the junior. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So chairs gifts honestly is my original business baby. Okay. Um, so um, it started when, oh gosh, I maybe was in grad school. No. So 2012. Um, at the time, like I was the person, I was just doing people's hair, you know, that, I mean, I just did it because that, you know, something to do, had a little extra income. Um, and then I started making hair care products because a lot of times, like once I transitioned to natural hair, I started like being a little more mindful about what was going on. And so mm -hmm. I was looking at labels and you look at products and they'd say, oh, now with olive oil and you look at the ingredients and like there's either no olive oil in it or it's like the very last ingredient. And that frustrated me. Um, like, don't sell me a good thing, but you put all this other junk into it. And so I started making my own products and I was just giving it away. I didn't care. I just was doing a thing. Um, and my friends were like, no, we'll buy it. All right, fine, whatever. And so that kind of 
started what was Cherished Gifts. Um, over the years, um, it has kind of involved into more of my ministry um, into encouraging others. So for me, um, I'm a product of a foster care system, grew up abused and neglected. And um, a lot of times when you come out of situations like that, I mean, life has its way of making you feel like, like, well, this is just who I am. And like, there's nothing more like you kind of you limit you limit yourself. And so um, one of the things I've learned is like, I don't have to be a product of what I can be through great things can still come out of me, I still can walk in purpose and encourage others and love on others and not be what I've been through. And so um, it has changed when I think my biggest thing in this business is letting people know that they're loved, they're valued, and that they are cherished gifts. And so no matter what you have been through, that doesn't change your value, that doesn't change that you are loved. And even if the people around you, you don't feel that from them, God loves you, God cherishes you, God values you. And so really helping people to see like your worth does not come for other people. It does not come from, it comes from God who created you. He said you're valuable, so that's just it, period. He said you're loved, so that's just it. He said your chair, so you are a gift to him. And so um, just helping people to see that even when, again, they can't get it from outside people. So, so yeah, it's just, like I say, it's 2007, so it's been open for several years. It's that, again, it's my business baby, so I'm not as active in it as more. Like, I still, my friends, most of the time, my friends are my biggest customers with that business, so we don't do uh, a whole lot with it, but once a year, for the last two years, I've hosted a conference, um, a women's conference, um, again, just to bring women in and just encourage them, challenge them to like think differently, <laughs> to speak differently, because a lot of times some of the stuff we're going through, we're calling it ourselves because of how we're speaking, what we're letting come out of our mouth. like. No, like change how you're talking, change how you're looking at your circumstances. See them from a different perspective instead of the lens of what you've been through. So, so yeah. So you both have such an amazing purpose and that has filtered down into your children. So I think this would be a great time to welcome another guest that's here in the room and has been so patient. So James, you want to come over and you can take my seat here. We're going to ask you a few questions. Hop on up there. Hello. <laughs> okay, so we just invited James, the junior CEO, to yes. join the conversation. Um, James, do you want to talk a little bit about, you have a couple of businesses yourself. Mm -hmm. Which one do you want to talk about first? I want to talk about my books first. You, your books. So you are an author. You have books. Mm -hmm. Okay, how many books do you have? Two. Two? Okay, and what are the names of them? The first one's called... James in the alphabet, and the second one's called We Didn't Forget Winona. James in the alphabet, and we didn't forget Winona. So I want to know about where did We Didn't Forget Winona come from? Well, we took a trip on Route 66, and I wanted to write a book about it. Okay. So tell me more about that. Did you Do you have pictures in the book? Do you have, what is that book about? It's about Route 66. Okay, and who is Winona? Winona is in Arizona. Okay, so Winona is not a person; it's a place. Mm -hmm. Very good. And is there uh, a special song, maybe, to "We Didn't Forget Winona"? Well, there, there's a song called Route 66. Okay. Get your kicks on Route 66. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you learned that song for your trip. Well, uh, yeah. Okay. And then I also also know you have another business called 
The Anderson Academy. The Anderson Academy. The What's Anderson that all about? Academy. And well, you I, do the Anderson Academy too. <laughs> well, okay. I teach my um, my. Well, I teach kids. I teach kids about stuff. What kind of stuff? Can like, you give me an example? Well, like um, teaching kids to learn the alphabet, learn to read, and stuff like that. Okay, very good. I think I saw one when you were learning to tie your shoes and you taught kids how to tie their shoes. Mm -hmm. Very good. And then you have a third business, kind of like your, your mom and dad here. <laughs> you have a third business that you were telling me about when you came in, and what is that one? Well, it's um, a lemonade stand. A lemonade stand, and not a just your regular stand. lemonade stand, like what I had when I was a kid. Really? What's special? I did. I had a lemonade stand when I was a kid, but I just had plain old lemonade. Do you have plain old lemonade? I have plain lemonade, um, pineapple, orange, and cranberry. Yeah. Very good. So, Mom, how did all of this come about? How did... Uh, <laughs> How did the junior CEO kind of see what you all were doing and then take that in? So again, I'm a woman of faith. Before that child was born, I heard the junior CEO for him, JWA Enterprises, like before he even out of the womb. And I was like, okay, God, I hear you. Again, I don't like, I don't know the full picture half the time when I hear these things. I know a piece of it. Um, and so just as we have, he goes to different events with us as he sees us um, doing stuff throughout the house he's always he jumps right in like on his own like can I help with that can I do this and naturally he taught I mean granted he got an example uh, for sure but he naturally talks to people naturally like goes up to them it just kind of flows out of him and so I kind of chuckle at it now because like I heard that before and now I'm watching him in it and I feel like one of our responsibilities as parents is to see what our children are doing and be able to foster whatever that is and so we try to foster that so when he comes to me with these ideas I'm like all right um, let's make it work like when he asked about the lemonade stand it's winter time dude like, <laughs> right, right. what do you mean lemonade but again as his mom I'm like I don't want to discourage that so how can we do this in the middle of the winter we can bottle it inside yeah. That's it. You bottle it up, you sell it online, right? Yeah. Like you don't have to have a physical thing outside. And so um, then with the books, like he came to me, we we homeschool. And so we we often are doing different activities. So we've written books before, just a little paper and staple something together. But this time um, I had just learned about the self-publishing process. And he came to me and he said, Mom, I want to write a book. I said, well, do you want to write a real book like on our shelves or one of the like little ones? And he says, a real book yeah. and I don't think he really understood what that meant when he said it and so we wrote it we you know he gave me the words we sat down he dictated his book <laughs> and so um you know and you know I wrote it out for him and then we, thankfully we had a bunch of pictures <laughs> throughout the years so we utilized uh just real pictures and he um we you know put it together and did it and when it showed up like again I don't think he knew like holy crap like that's my book that really is and so um just fostering like encouraging him when he does come to us, you know, with stuff, because a lot of times it is realistic things that we can do. And, you know, sometimes parents will shoo their kids off, like, don't shoo them off, like, yeah. encourage that because you don't know what you're fostering in him. I don't know if he's gonna work for somebody else on his own company, I don't know that, but if I can help give you some skills and pique that interest at 
five, six, well, six now, if I can pique that interest now, when you get 20 something, you going to be like crazy. Like, I don't even know. I'm looking forward to see like what's to come. But I think it's my, it's my job to foster that now because God has given me vision for his life and because I'm watching what he's already like naturally who he is. So, yeah. Sure. Very good. Well, I think kind of my last question, and then we'll let you all share any other things that maybe we've missed, but what is your why? What is what is Yamisi and, and James' why? You want to start? What's your why? My why is uh, my family. That's my why. I do it all for my family. Um, I do it all uh, for the love of God that's in me, you know, um, uh, Senator Fowler, I know I wanted to, he actually had a sit down with him. And uh, and that's, just, that's my why, just seeing the things that we are doing and it's dominoing affecting down to our kids. So I think that's just uh, the beauty in life to where you seeing uh, how it sh- should be. You know, because people always be like, what are you guys doing different? Can you tell me? It's, we love we love our kids. Mm-hmm. We hear our kids out. We don't just shun our kids away. And I was brought up that way. Mm-hmm. You know, so that was one of the reasons why I said, no, no, no. We have to break a cycle. You know, I, if it's something that you want to talk to me about, let me take time out and hear what you're saying. So that's why when he brought that idea about he wanted to write the book, he said, I said, okay, what, so what do you want to write about? And he just went on. But if I wouldn't have took that time out to ask him why, or, or let's, let's hear your, uh, your point, or your, whatever it is you're trying to say, uh, we wouldn't have be here talking. Because I knew growing up in the household, it's like me and my brothers and sisters, we all had talent. And we talk about this, you know, but it was just, it was just go out, get out of here. It wasn't observed. It wasn't, uh, but that's another story. Yeah, yeah, yes, yes. So I definitely have to agree. My husband, like this, this is our why. Like, um, we get the opportunity to show our kids that no matter which direction you go, you have choice. You have some options in life. So there's not this one way to make it. You know, so to say, um, our kids like we have college educations we you know Mm -hmm. we've worked for other people we've owned our own businesses so my hope is that at the end of it all my kids get to see like well i can go work for somebody i can do this myself Mm -hmm. um you know they understand that they have options that there's not one direct path Mm -hmm. and then um really to just share the love of god with other people and we get to do that through business like so um we we get to interact with people we get to feed people we get to encourage people we get to um build people up and um like i don't know it's just we get to be intentional in what we're doing and all the things and every venue that we get to be in and so I'm grateful that God has like, okay, yes, I have this this business and I can focus on making a bunch of profits and just moving and growing and let the business, but I use each opportunity to like, okay, but I see this, I met this person and they needed prayer. I can pray with them right now. Like I can be very intentional with them right now. Even with my work at the SBDC, like there are moments when clients come in and they come in for business, 
but they need some encouragement. They need to mm-hmm. know like somebody cares about them in that moment and I get the opportunity to do that. So it's less about like, yes, it's great making money in business. Like I'm definitely not taking away from that, right? But I get to have moments to encourage other people, mm-hmm. to love on other people. And I, again, my why is people knowing that they are cared for and that they are loved. And I get to do that in every aspect of what I do. So. And believe me, one thing I wanted to share, just to back that up, what she just said, we was traveling down 13 and uh, it was a mother stranded on side of the highway. I mean, and she was literally kind of so close to the highway. So we bypassed her first. I acknowledged and I looked, I was like, oh, man, this lady out here changing his tire. And uh, so my wife looked at me and she was like, well, if that was me, what would you do? So I instantly turned around and we got over. Got out the car, helped that lady, changed the tire. We weren't looking for no handouts or no this. But, I mean, I guess I'm saying is our hearts are not just all out for money. Our hearts are for showing the love of God, showing the love of Christ. And that's I think that's why I know that's the reason why we're just being blessed like we are because we are not just trying to make up this fairy tale lifestyle, but uh, we are just being real, honest uh, about the blessings that we are receiving. That's what I like so much about your story. It's been so inspiring. Obviously, faith is a big part of yes. your life and yes. your business. Family, yes. obviously, is a yes. big part of your life yes. and your business. Even during nap time, you know, which <laughs> yes. I wish I could sleep like him. I'm so it. impressed. Um, but thank you both so much for being here and sharing your story. I think it'll really be inspiring to a lot of folks. Thank and you. Uh, thank you. So many unique aspects to it that you share with us today. Thanks for thank you. Thank you for I having us. I just want to make sure before we wrap up that we tell the audience one more time how they can find your companies, how they can do business with you. So um, all of our businesses are online. So you can literally search the JFX or go um, that's the jfx.com uh, cherishgifts.net um, or the oh gosh ah, the andersonacademy.square.site but you can also find his uh, uh, business on YouTube we're on all of the social plat well not all of them because I can't do all of them that's too much um, we're on Instagram and Facebook and um, YouTube so the people can find our businesses there um, and if they're looking for our products in stores um, here locally they can shop in Smalls Meat Market right here in Marion yes. uh, and Carbondale the neighborhood co-op uh in murfreesboro uh gosh liliana mercantile in uh carmine uh oh gosh higginson higginson farm uh and she has some other locations riverside Oh gosh, I can't think of our other one, so forgive me for that. Those just happen. Yes, all on the website. So yes, Yes. so uh, but yeah, you can find us right online or in store. So yeah. And I think the junior CEO had one more thing. He also does a. I do a word of the day day too. A word of the day, and do you have a favorite word that you shared as part of your word of the day? My favorite word of the day is. Tom Foolery. Tom Foolery. <laughs> Say that again. Tom Foolery. Tom Foolery. What does that mean? Well, my mom and I made up a song with it. Okay. <laughs> Would you like to hear? Of course. I got time for that Tom Foolery. Tom Foolery. Tom Foolery. I got time for that Tom Foolery. Stop your mess with me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, excellent.
way to end the show. There's our mic drop. There we go. Thank you for inviting us into your family, your business, your faith, and just thank you. You know, it's it's refreshing. I see so many times where people create a product and they have to assign a purpose to it, and you don't have to do that because it's from the heart and it's real. Yes. 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 Thank you all. Thank you. Thanks again for joining us on Small Town Big Business. And we are so pleased to bring you living proof that you can have small business success wherever you are, rural America, it doesn't matter. Big business can happen in small places. So thank you so much. We appreciate our producer, um, Luke O'Neill from Union Street Arts. We appreciate this beautiful studio here at Ethos The Citadel. And of course, we appreciate our sponsors who help us pay the bills. Arcadia Wealth Group, Black Diamond Harley-Davidson and RV, Fowler Heating and Cooling, Swinford Media Group, Watermark Auto Group Foundation, and Union Street Arts. Thank you all. And don't forget that you can listen in to our podcasts on any of the podcast platforms. You can also listen and watch on the YouTube channel. Just search Small Town Big Business and subscribe for free. Uh, Again, I'm Deb Barnett with Southern Illinois Now. And I'm Jennifer Olson with the City of Marion. Have a great day.